What's on the Menu with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Time to talk a little bit more about the F&B industry here in Singapore. And today we're going to be featuring Eco, which is a restaurant and bar located on Neil Road. And on the show with us today, we've got Lambert Chen. He's the co-owner of the restaurant and bar. Welcome to the show. Hi, Adrian. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Lambert, for someone who's never been to Eco, right, how would you describe your concept? Our concept is actually very interesting. We serve uh, Japanese, modern Japanese cuisine. Our restaurant is actually decked out with um, different mural arts and gravity and uh, wall paintings to actually showcase uh, certain vibes of Shibuya. There's some fun colors going on, interesting hip hop musics, and especially the vibes that we're trying to showcase to the customers. So when you enter Eco, it's actually full of uh, vibrant colors, uh, loud music, and just some grunge and raw feel. Yeah, and this uh, sort of idea was born during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, actually last year, 2021. What were some of the initial challenges that you faced while opening up Eco? Well, during this pandemic, we actually faced a lot of stuff. So one of which uh, was definitely finding and retaining quality stuff. Um, The manpower issues has been around for years and years in the F&B industry. But uh, I think um, retaining the staff during this period was the toughest for us because uh, there wasn't proper traction of the business. We could, after opening, we could only have like three weeks of proper traction of sales. And then we had to go move into the lockdown, into the two packs, into the heightened alert like five to six times. So the entire restaurant has to shift momentum from two-packs dining to deliveries um, and then back to lockdown again. So there wasn't a proper consistent period for us to have uh, customer interaction and have a proper full month of of dining. So it's very disruptive, um, especially for our advertising and our PR as well. We couldn't get any tastings done. We couldn't put a word out because we couldn't host anybody. It was pretty bad for the last uh, six months. Yeah, but you um, escaped, I guess, the worst, which was the circuit breaker in 2020. That was a a terrible time for the F&B industry. Not that the heightened alerts or stabilization phases were a lot better, but also, you know, having no music and maintaining your supplies as well. How did you cope with making sure that a lot of food didn't go to waste and that everyone else was just happy? Okay, so one of the key reasons... uh us challenging is also the rising food costs actually so because of the pandemic globally um, the supplies and shipments were affected especially all our food our airflow from japan the the, the productions were, were pretty jammed up the food costs went up and uh, there was a bit there, there was a lot of wastage because we, we couldn't really manage and mitigate the amount of people that is actually coming and the deliveries were erratic. In terms of managing food costs and uh, managing the people actually was, was the toughest because uh, the, the confidence to build team was a bit straight because 
they couldn't really see much uh, sales traction. Morale has to be constantly be given and built together. The faith has to be strong. But where yeah, we are, I mean, unfortunately in Eco, we after six months we have to we have to let the team go because of uh, of some misconduct you see, and they didn't have uh, the company's best interest at heart. So then we had to really go for a revamp for Eco. Yeah, it was almost a, a reset for you when it came to getting rid of, I guess, what you would have described as people who you questioned their discipline. But do you feel that now, having started afresh, that you are in a much better position than you were, let's say, before that? Yes, definitely. I mean, I have gotten Dylan to come in, um, Dylan from Masters to come in to consult, and we put together extremely extremely well taught menu we curated a menu from scratch we took three months to deep dive into japanese produce to source for good quality japanese produced and um and this team is just remarkable because we work day and night just to think about the different levels and uh, of taste not just presentation the depth of the food uh, how will we showcase each ingredients and um the team has been hardworking and determined and it was just a different synergy and the passion is just can just radiates through the food so i'm very blessed and grateful to have actually went through this ordeal so to be encountered i mean everything happens for a reason yeah you've emerged stronger as you've mentioned then you're very happy with the concept that you have now and roping in dylan as well has uh, you know helped your business we're in conversation with lambert chan he's the co-owner at Eco Restaurant and Bar. Let's talk about the food. What are some of the must-tried dishes on your menu? Some of the dishes that I would really like to, to share with the public is one of which is my uh, tempura shop-shell crab. It's actually very unique. It's not the ordinary uh, shop-shell crab that you can find. Yes, it's deep-fried, but um, it's stuffed actually with cheese, uh, mozzarella cheese. It's, uh, it has a soil cured egg yolk in the center with uh, avocado puree and with some chili strands inside. So that goes well with uh, our house sake, which is uh, mishubasho. You're supposed to cut it all up together, just mix everything up and just go into the taste profile. Um, that is one dish. Um, the second, I'll probably recommend the um, A4 Wagyu Sukiyaki. Again, it has cured egg yolk but uh, it's done very differently. This is a take, our take on sukiyaki. It has shiitake, leek, scallions, and uh, the fried perilla. We aburrit the A4 wagyu a little, so that it's a bit poached. And then after that, we pour, pour in the sukiyaki broth to fully blanch the sukiyaki, the, the, the wagyu in the sukiyaki sauce. I think this, uh, this particular dish goes very well with our Yamamoto Pure Black, which has a bit of acidity that can cut into Dish. So this, these are a few dishes that I would recommend customers to come in to start off with in our restaurant, Eco. But I also would actually love for everybody to try our not the ordinary rice bowl, which has um, five different flavors actually. Uh, we have the classic, simple, fun, sexy, and luxury. We want to keep it simple for, uh, on the names so that people could actually remember. Um, the luxury includes the Arturo, Maguro, Salmon. Ikura, tobiko, snow crab, uni, and some seaweed rice. So there's actually two ways of eating this. First will be the normal chirashi don, 
way where you eat, you mix it up and then you have half of the bowl. And then after which we will pour a very interesting uh, citric yuzu collagen broth into it. So you have two ways of eating. So that second way is more of a chasuke way. I'm so hungry listening to you right now. <laughs> and it is uh, lunchtime, actually. So, uh, you know, if you're out and about listening to us right now, you know where to go for lunch. What about in terms of the drinks? You have a wide selection of sakes, also Japanese whiskeys. What is your top pick when it comes to drinks on the menu? So, interestingly, for, for our sake, we actually have an artisan. We actually get it from an artisan sake supplier whom we work very closely with. His name is Charles, and um, all of the sakes that we actually source from are all boutique uh, artisanal sake. So we actually have five uh, Pacific breweries that we actually worked with closely, and each uh, batch of sakes that we bring in from Japan is actually less than hundred bottles each time. So it's actually very limited. So some of which, where you come to Eco, you get to see them today. You probably won't get to see them the following week. If it runs out of stock. So that is one of the, the key uh, points of our sake. We only bring artisanal sakes. So some of the sakes which I would personally love to recommend would be the uh, Yamamoto Pure Black because it's actually very crisp. It's a very crisp and well-balanced sake. It's actually one of our fastest moving sakes at Eco. Yeah. And, and uh, not forgetting our Mishibasho, which is our uh, house sake. Extremely affordable for 1.8 liters, you can, you can get it at 168. Um, it goes well with majority of our dishes for the Mishobasho. And if you like something dry, um, I would suggest the Toyo Ginju, my Ginju. It's uh, SMB 50, goes at about 228 for 1.8 liters. And our whiskies, our whiskies has, we have a very wide range of whiskies. But uh, I would suggest the customers to come down to actually experience the sake, the whiskey flight that we have. So the whiskey flights are actually going at about $38 and we surprise you with three different whiskies that, that you can actually taste and identify through your nose. So those are the key highlights of our restaurants, especially the sakis. But we are, we are definitely much bigger on sakis than on our wines. So we have a comfortable range of wines in our restaurant. Uh, we actually changed our entire menu of our wines. Our wines are more newer and uh, more fun wines that compared to the previous time where we were bringing in uh, traditional French wines. So... Yeah, we have an amazing selection of wines as well. Yeah, an incredible selection of drinks, but that pair just very well. With all the food that you've mentioned there, Lambert, before I let you go, I mean, you opened up your business during the COVID-19 pandemic for entrepreneurs out there and individuals who want to sort of follow in your footsteps and set up their own F&B business during this incredibly challenging time. What's the best bit of advice that you can give to them? Best bit of advice, I would say you must have the passion because passion will eventually keep you um, going. You must have the grit, tenacity, um, as well as I think um, you must be truthful to yourself to make sure that you are open and transparent to your staff, to your team, um, and also to keep everybody motivated to make sure that there's no no toxicity building or there's no uh, wild thoughts going on and, and make sure that everybody has to 
grind through this very tough period together. And also, you have to build the future and the foresight for your entire team because, I mean, if you are not the train track, if you don't, if you don't create the the, the train track, um, there's no way where your team has trained. They, they they have no idea where you want to go. So you have to build the direction for them. So, but most importantly, I think you must have the determination and don't get disheartened and continue to fight with passion. Yeah, there you go. Some expert advice from a man who has gone through it, and just have the passion. Don't be scared. And things will eventually work out because the COVID-19 pandemic, of course, it will end. It has to end soon. Well, hopefully one can only wish for that. We've been in conversation with Lambert Chen. He's the co-owner of Eco Restaurant and Bar. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.